there's a lot you can do in this town You set it up and turn it around We might have come from somewhere else But this is where we found ourselves Welcome to the local show People you work with, people you know Welcome to another edition of The Local Show here on Grassroots Community Network. Welcome to our Facebook Live audience and our YouTube audience. Our sphere of influence is growing, soon to be on Apple TV and Roku. Thanks again for joining us this week, where each week we feature inspirational locals. So excited to have a friend of mine back. Actually, he was my last roommate ever yeah. in Aspen. He has been serving now his almost Sixth. end of his third term. End of my third term, yeah. Welcome, Mayor Skadron, yeah, to thanks, the local Eric. show. Yeah, it's great to be here, Eric. Uh, I've done a lot of speaking engagements in my three terms as, may as mayor, Eric, but coming to the local show is among my favorites, seriously. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you're part of the fabric of community, and that's one of the things that makes us special here. So thank you uh, for all your thanks. work over the years on local show. I thought it was mostly the eco-stretch Hummer <laughs> that, that you picks sent you for up, me. Right. That picks you up usually at powered, your door. Powered by? Powered now by bird methane, <laughs> which is pretty much like capturing bird farts. It's yeah. tricky. Yeah. And I won't give out any details on how we do it, but it's worthwhile and it's making us more green. Well, Eric, it was a collaboration between our climate <laughs> initiative program yes. and the local show. Yes. At the city, the county, Snowmass yeah. Village, we actually had four or five entities involved yeah. in that, yeah. in powering the Eco Stretch Hummer. Eco Stretch Combined Hummer. with the right. cookies, which is pretty much the reason almost every guest shows up. Right. They want my organic chocolate chip cookies. So thanks for being here, man. This is yeah, really thanks, an sir. honor. It's fun. And uh, we, were, we were roommates back in the day, and it's been really interesting and, and fun to see how yeah. we both progress now over, for me now, over 30 years. And for you, you've been here. I'm, I'm going on 25. 25 years. Yeah. That's amazing. Eric, that's an interesting story. I talk about that often because it comes up, how did you get involved in politics? And I showed up, it was kind of, it was winter 95. I mean, my 24th year, I think, so winter 95. Wow. And um, I had no place to live, of course, and I was down on a couch in Glenwood Springs for a couple <laughs> weeks. And you had something posted at the Aspen Club, said need a roommate, then you and I met uh, at the Aspen Club. That's right. I picked up a part-time job there, and you were sales. I think at the time. Yes, membership you? sales. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it, I you. <laughs> what I rented was your attic for a year. So thank you very much. So things went from bad to worse. In other from words, from the back of my car to your attic. I should I should have stayed in the car. See, that's good though because that was like a similar transition. Because you were used to like living tiny. Yeah, <laughs> you stayed living tiny. You know, Eric, it's interesting because you know it's talk about a false, uh, small footprint. Yeah, and I still do. I still yeah. uh, kind of minimize my footprint, and you, know, you learn to live on on a little. So we were have, doing it back in the day. Have you seen the new movie on Netflix? Well, now it's been out for a year or two called The Minimalists on Netflix. Yeah, I haven't. It's some millennials mm -hmm. of all people who get out of college, get these great jobs, making all this money, and they're somehow not landing in the land of happiness. Yeah. The American dream is about if you make money and get all this house and yeah. the white picket fence and the two cars and all that, you're going to land somehow in happiness. They weren't. So they uh, sized down, moved, not only lived tiny, but they got down to like four shirts, <laughs> 33 pieces of clothes in total, and then they went on a tour around the country speaking about this minimalist... Um, uh, releasing burden yeah. off their life. It feels good. And they, yeah. and they were gaining happiness yeah. by living in a different way where you're focusing more on experiences and adventure yeah. and people instead of just this nine to five grind every day. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to be said for that. I, you know, it's funny. We can joke about 
the way we're living back in the day. But yeah. I think that went a long way to informing the policies that the community elected me to yeah. implement. Right. Um, and it's kind of a value proposition um, that was informed back in the day by uh, just kind of being that little bit of a ski bum, three job kind of um, dudes we were back then. So, You know what? I was really happy. You know, I mean, for one, I was skiing 120 days a year. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a very big source of happiness. But work was just, it was kind of like something you did to support your ski bum lifestyle. You know, we had a pretty reasonable rent. That was back when you could get free market affordable housing. We had free market affordable Even housing. Even though it was kind of a dive, but hey, yeah. that's, you know, part of it. Kind of a dive. Well, it was a dive, <laughs> so was. let's be honest. <laughs> but still, we were pretty happy, weren't we? We didn't I have, was, like, all these worries. And, I was in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on a mattress, and you, it was an a, it was the A-frame. I had to bend over like this. Yeah. Not only that, I, I had the mountain rescue whistle. Oh, uh, okay. So that was pretty tough. In that my was window. Rough. That was rough. <laughs> so people may remember, we were on the corner of 8th, at, uh, or, no, yeah, 6th and Main. 6th and Main, at what's called the Little Victorians, where uh, Hick- Old Mountain Rescue is right next door. Hickory House was to our immediate west, across the, across 6th Street to the west, right? Exactly. Right. And then the Old Mountain Rescue was right there with that horn alarm the horn. on the top. And right. sometimes that would, re- well, it would re- rotate. But when that was in the middle of the night or early in the morning, especially, it'd be like, yeah. it would come right into our window. Yeah, yeah. And with those low ceilings, I mean, I was almost hitting my head, too, yeah. about, you know, jumping up out of bed. But you were in the attic, so you were at the top yeah. of your game. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> and it was a one bathroom unit, and it had a circular, a little circular stairway. So I had to. Oh, that's right. Some of those nights, I had to. Uh, you had that little maneuver. circular <laughs> thing that you had to navigate up. Uh, yep. So yeah. uh, that was almost like a DUI test. If you could make it up there, you were <laughs> yeah, probably okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, did I brush my teeth? Oh, I didn't. All right, gotta walk oh, down. Oh man, here we go. Yeah, yeah, going down it was probably really tricky. See, so, you never knew the agony of attic living, <laughs> the joy and the agony. I came up every now and then and poked my head up there, you know, when the time was right. Eric, the other thing from back in the day, and I comment, this, I comment on this every time, because you and I have this running joke, uh, it was at the height of Beavis and Butthead, and you were a big fan, and you introduced Huge. me to Beavis and Butthead, and there, there is um, uh, <laughs> There's a, lot a slice, of in- of, slice of Americana. A lot of intellectual property was gained <laughs> during, during those viewings of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Eric, back on the campaign trail years ago, I was out um, knocking on doors, and, I, and a guy actually said to me, I, I remember this so vividly, he said, I, I saw you on the local show, and you and Eric were talking about Beavis and Butthead. I told the oh story gosh. of the Beavis and Butthead movie. This sucks more than anything that ever sucked before. It's one of these lines from the movie. Oh, when their TV got stolen. Yeah, yeah when the TV got stolen, exactly. <laughs> and this gentleman said to me, anybody who can quote Beavis, I'm voting for, you You quoted Beavis and Butthead. Anybody who can quote Beavis and Butthead, I'm voting for. So you can, <laughs> You've got one, my vote. One vote. See, that's so, a great plank in a platform. Yeah. yeah. There you have it. <laughs> one vote. Well, you know, so, people who are running right now should keep that in mind. Yeah. You know, throw that Beavis and Butthead out there, you know, and maybe they'll gain a few votes. Or, or they could lose votes. That could work both ways. Hard to say. We're going to take a quick break, okay. buddy. we got so much to get to, Good. including rock star hair. Yeah. Think about that one. Yeah. And that will be a little tease for you guys. Think about rock star hair. We had Suzanne Paris, the high priestess of rock, last week. We're going to talk about rock star hair and so much more. But I want to thank our winter underwriter. Yeah, you're getting it going on there, buddy. I just got a haircut. Did you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we definitely have some things to talk about. Uh, I do want to thank our winter underwriters, including the Aspen Animal Hospital. Luna Luna was going to say Aspen Animal Hospital. Aspen Public House, Aspen Square, the Aspen Times, 
Klube Properties, Picton County Landfill, and Sundog Athletics. Our only break of the show, guys, is two minutes. We'll be back with Mayor Scadron. Get his thoughts on his three terms as mayor, what's in store in the future, and what's up with that rock star hair. So don't go away. Aspen Animal Hospital's partnership with Wellhaven offers our community a very friendly and professional staff featuring five veterinarians, a new care companion plan, wellness plans to cover your preventative care needs for the entire year, and now introducing new feline-friendly Thursdays. They also offer exotic pet care and acupuncture. For more information, call 970-925-2611 or visit AspenAnimalHospital.com. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Aspen Times, telling the stories that matter since 1881, is committed to local prep sports, arts, and entertainment coverage. They also offer the drop-in weekly recreational videos highlighting why we love to live in this community. The Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. We're not in Kansas anymore. Hey, did you miss the turn for recycling? I can't read the map on your cracked screen. Celebrating another great winter season, Aspen Square Hotel is the hospitality place, featuring fireplace studio suites and larger condominiums with full hotel-style services in the center of downtown Aspen. Aspen Square is proud to support The Local Show. Welcome to The Local Show, people you work with. We're back here on The Local Show with Mayor Steve Scadron, my last roommate, reminiscing so far, but I have to catch you guys up to current status, which is what's up with the rock star hair. Yeah. Because you, it seems to me like it's like cool, like Aspen cool. Yeah. But then it's like, wow, I'm the mayor of Aspen, so don't I need to be like this yeah. clean cut guy? Yeah. So what goes on with the hair and, yeah. and kind of the wild yeah. hair aspect? Well, I did just get a little trim, so I brought it in Okay, here. so it's actually a little more... Yeah, thinned out a little bit, brought little, it in here and okay. brought it back. Okay, a little so, more but, in but control. But you're right, I, no, I'm... I'm, I'm <laughs> conscientious about that i am yeah. not looking to be a crazy wild hippie man but i uh, it's just like kind of like you try just, to balance like being like kind of carefree ski bum guy yeah. aspen guy with responsible mayor guy yeah um you know what, just, what, what's, i'm reading it, too much into it no it's, <laughs> it's just uh i never thought that much about it actually it's just, uh, I'm, just I'm due to at times in my Aspen career, it's been long, and at times it's been short. But you know, it's, now that you bring it up, it's a little bit of an iconic thing when I when I'm, I'm in Denver or I'm in Washington or I'm speaking to other ski towns. Exactly. It, it it's kind of like a little bit like a branding, like a mountain thing, and yeah. it helps. Um, it 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 plays well, believe it or not. Right. So, right. It's an that, authenticity, basically. It, uh, it's an author, right. It's like the Aspen guy should look like. That. I mean, yeah. I'm kind of getting it going on, and it and it. There is a pragmatic aspect when you're outside a lot, like we are in the winter. Yeah, it's right. cold. It's cold. It's been right. cold this winter. Right. That actually is yeah. a little extra warm. Eric, that is part of it too. You know, I skin yeah. a bunch. I'm out there early mornings, and I it, there's yeah. a little bit of a of a 
um, warmth factor that comes with it. Too. You just got to work the beard a little bit next because that yeah. really helps, especially those Highland Bowl hikes where you're getting yeah. lambasted yeah. 60 from right to left goes. usually, yeah. and that, that yeah. ice, snow builds up in yeah. ice. But it actually gives you a little insulating effect Yeah, Eric, you with could, the crosswind. <laughs> you, could, uh, you could also try a buff, you know. <laughs> I just got a buff. Yeah. In fact, it was at Bike to Work Day. Yep. Which was last Friday or the yeah, Friday I picked, before? I, I got one also. I picked one. The up. red yeah. buff. Yeah. It said bike to work day 2019. So yeah. now I'm set. It's Put a, on my buff and I'll be buffed. It's a critical <laughs> piece of gear. You'll never you'll never uh, go out without it. It's yeah. fantastic, and you can it use is. it 14 different ways. I know there's many many different ways to wear the buff, which I'm looking forward to exploring, yeah. including as a speedo. Yeah. Which I'm really looking forward to. Maybe closing day at Highlands. All right. To kind of let that one marinate a little bit. <laughs> but I do want to work into a couple sure. little more serious topics. This lift one thing. And it, it, it reminds me of, and we were both here, the Ritz-Carlton vote. We have this, which is now the St. Regis Hotel. Eric, that, that we was, voted that was, on that. That was a year, bef- I believe a year before me. That was just before me. Oh, Ritz-Carlton okay. vote, so. Okay. Well, darn, because I was going to ask you to compare and contrast. Yeah, that's a little bit. <laughs> the Ritz Carlton vote, which I think was fifty-one percent to forty-nine from memory. Yeah, right around, and there was close. Was and I think this one's going to be close too on March fifth. Yeah. Although early voting has already started. Yeah, you know, I think the mail-in ballots went out last ballots, about a week ago. I got my ballot. Yeah, you so, know, it's interesting. I actually have the ballot with me. If you read the ballot language, yeah, on the actual ballot, it's this long. Oh it's, re- it's really complicated, and I think yeah. that's kind of a basis for our discussion. Um, there's uh, there's going to be a community forum tomorrow night. That'll be Wednesday, the 21st, when this airs, uh, discussing some of these issues. Um, the 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 project itself, if you come from the perspective that something eventually will happen there, yeah. um, that it's this project might be acceptable. You know, something's going to happen. Uh, the that said. Um, it's a little bit um, unsettling to me when it's this entire project, which is 300,000 square feet of development, yeah. um, is within the context of bringing the lift down the hill and only bringing the lift down the hill. Right. And that's we're, we're celebrating that as a community. Let's capture our roots from the 1948 when Lift 1 was built and put the lift back in its original alignments. And so vote for this thing. Um, and, right. while that, and while that is a hopeful outcome of an affirmative vote, the fact is what we're really discussing is 300,000 square feet of new commercial development, essentially, well, two hotels to, uh, development um, that includes a whole bunch of things, uh, hotel rooms and timeshares and a little bit of a, some affordable housing. Um, but it's like taking uh, the St. Regis, which I think is around 200,000 square feet of development, okay. and the Hotel Jerome, which is like another wow. 100,000 square feet, taking wow. the St. Regis and putting another one of those on the hill and taking the Hotel Jerome and putting one of those up on the hill. And on the hill is one of the big differences the between that and the Ritz, which yeah, is now right. the St. Regis. Right. Right. That's one of the big, compare. Yeah. You know, when you compare and contrast, now we're talking about something up on the slopes right. that is, is two massive projects. Now, one way to think about there's a lot of ways to approach this, and obviously the affordable housing yeah. component is extremely important to a lot of us. I mean, the Aspen and Pickin County say it's the number one priority, and yet these guys have whittled yeah. it down to house about 30% yeah. of over 200 projected employees. So that's yeah. obviously a problem for a lot of us that prioritize affordable housing. But the other way to look at it is, is people are citing the other portal, which is Gondola Plaza. Well, one little Nell was palatable. Two little Nells going uh-huh. in there? Yeah. Well, you know, you could look at it that way, too. Do we need all that? You know, and now today, one week you get a love letter on Valentine's Day. Now today we see the threat of 
the lift. So you get the love and then you get the threat mm -hmm. from the applicants that you, say, if we don't get all this, yeah. the lift won't come down as far. Are you referring far. to the Aspen Daily News article, today's paper? That yes. one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Where it's kind of the, the gun to the baby's yeah, or the puppy's yeah. head kind of thing. If you right. don't do it, the lift won't the, come down. The, what, what makes this so complicated is that although um, we prefer more affordable housing in the project, the applicants, to their credit, have met the letter of the law. They've met what's allowed by code yeah. through various density agreements and having certain kind of, not density agreements, it's... Uh, because of the lodging incentives. The lodging density itself. Yeah, the lodging incentives. Yeah. So, so... You know, while we'd prefer to have 100% affordable housing, we, we try to shoot for 60%, and the reality is because of the nature of the project, uh, the applicants have met the, have met the requirements of the code. So the, the other component, Eric, that... Um, but that's, they that's, could still do 35% if they wanted to. Exactly, and I mentioned that at the council meeting. So just yeah. to be transparent here, this came before city council, and the council was posed with the question um, to refer this to the voters. And council ultimately supported um, referring it to the voters. It yeah. was a 3-2 vote. I was on the dissenting side. I was one of the... I was a, one of the... Uh, I dissented. I voted, I voted against, uh, against sending it to the voters, and there were two reasons. One had to do with... Um, just what you talked about, the spirit of affordable housing. While you could, you, while you meet the letter of the law, you know, the spirit of this, uh, because of, as you described, our need um, would, would suggest for, your, for their own benefit that you house more people than what the code obligates you to house, number one. Right. Uh, and secondly, it was this $4.36 million public subsidy, public contribution yeah. to the project. Um, and uh, they felt it was necessary to make their program work. I, I was um, quite unsettled by that. You know, it's a it's a hundreds of millions of dollars of development there, and to ask the community to chip in an, another four million as if that's going to make or break the project. Right. I just... Um, and that, I know that voters was, that will object just because of that one thing. Yeah. So if they took that off the table, yeah. that would have created a lot more uh, support. Good, goodwill in the community. I said that at yeah. the community meeting. I said to position this, the best way to, to garner public support is to not ask for this $4.36 million. And their response was on the line. It just helps us ensure that the project actually gets built. So, you know, and, and to their credit, you know, a lot of people worked really hard on this. The, the Brown sure. team worked hard on it. And the Gorsuch sure. team worked really hard on it. Sure. Our city staff did what was incredible, kind of shepherding all this. Uh, right. The, uh, so, and they, uh, the, the developers took time out. Uh, under council direction, yeah. uh, spent a year kind of hammering this thing out. So I want to. It's not. It's not just a typical development where you know, the developers are saying, "Give me all this, or else." It's been kind of this collaboration, and we're here now. Whether it's enough collaboration to right. gain to gain support of the community, we'll see what the vote is. But so, what's your prediction? The million dollar question is: yeah. Will it? I'm thinking it's going to be close. Will it barely pass or will it get barely get defeated? Yeah. I mean, do you have a read on Every day I almost change my mind yeah, for with, who I'm talking to that day. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, know, you Eric. Uh, it's going to be close, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. So every vote counts. That's another great, What's you know, important? part of that is we need to involve as many of our registered voters as possible and right. get out and vote. Eric, what, what's, what's important to me is that the, those voting on this are discussing the project holistically and aren't just celebrating this notion of getting a lift down the hill. Right. Yay, let's vote for this because we get a lift down the hill. Um, you have to vote on it because you believe the development equation serves the long-term interest of the community, right. one component of which is, this, is the lift. And that's, that's a relatively small financial aspect of this entire or 
cost aspect of this entire project. Do you want 300,000 square feet of development? Do you want to right. convey certain city privileges to the developer so they can access this throughway? Do you want to rezone this property from conservation to lodge in order to do this? The ballot question has like five different things all in one question that, that we're considering. Right. So I just want to, what's important to me is that the broad conversation happens and it's yeah. not just celebrated as yay, a new portal. And as you just said, do we want to, another two little Nels down there? And Arguably, Lift One's already been approved and arguably, is going to build a lift no matter what. The lift just might not come all the way down. Yeah, yeah. And is that enough to bring back World Cup? In my opinion, being involved in World Cup as a gatekeeper for very many years yeah. and being on the course at the finals every day in 2017, it was not about a luxury development. It was about our mountain and our people. Yeah. And the people meaning the locals and the visitors yeah. and all the team support, that's what creates our, our historic, you know, legendary racing background. It was yeah. never dependent on a luxury development. And the FIS never asked for a luxury development with $1,000 to $1,500 rooms at Gorsuch House. And then all fractional uh, lift oh. one. Well, their, their so, desire, their desires of a of a world class stage there, to um, support world class events. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But maybe not all that, like you said, three hundred thousand square feet of development. Yeah, they didn't say give us three hundred thousand square feet development. It looks like this, so we yeah. can have that event. Right? They said clean up the base area so you have something appropriate for a world class event. And I, I, I get that. Well, let's yeah. leave it at that because I want to touch on a couple of things, but kind of. Um, Briefly, we're down to just you know three or four minutes. But what are you most proud of uh, in your term as mayor? Yeah. And what would you say you regret? Yeah. In your term as mayor, if if anything. Yeah. Um, um, speak. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. Uh, what I'm most proud of, I'll, I'll leave. You know, like when you talk about Obama, he talks about his signature policy was Obamacare or right. affordable, and he has this the signature thing. I, I I think there's really four major accomplishments. I can label like four sound things. Okay. One is this uphill economy initiative where I laid, it, laid, right. laid the foundation to diversify our local economy away from boom and bust development cycles and make Aspen kind of the epicenter of uphill fitness in North America. And this, this whole program has been embraced by the governor's, Governor Hickenlooper's office, the previous governor, um, and we gained some momentum on that. And that's happening. It's, that's a, so we laid the foundation for that. Okay. Um, the second thing is climate and environmental stewardship. And as right. you know, um, we were able to get, a, I was the third of three mayors to and a number of city councils to work on 100% um, uh, renewable and a number of other climate initiatives, and we were recognized for that. And then I was actually invited around the world on a number, as you know, a number of speaking engagements, um, elevating Aspen's uh, value in the international conversations. So I'm really proud that I was able to help this tiny place of Aspen be part of the um, state, national, international conversation. Uh, uh, that was quite a very cool. Something and I've we're 100 percent The city's 100 percent. Renewable Running energy. Our, our electric utility, Aspen. Few. Right. So when you flip a light switch in most parts of Aspen, not entirely because Holy Cross provides some of the energy, but Holy Cross is getting there too. Uh, yeah. Your uh, energy is coming from a turbine or a hydro plant. Um, so the uphill economy, the climate initiative, I rewrote the land use code. Able That's to, right. That was huge. To roll back um, all these big buildings. So you're not going to see any of those anymore. And that was, a, that was a really, really difficult thing, and I appreciate council for uh, supporting that initiative because uh, we had to uh, have emergency ordinance and a moratorium and all this stuff, so that was done. 28-foot height limits 20-foot height limits, yeah, so part of that. we rolled that back. And really, that was, took a year and half million dollars of public money, but we got it done. That was, that I'm really was proud huge. of that. And finally, um, one thing I'm quite proud of, and I know uh, we had some bumps in the road here, 
is the mobility lab, the ZAS mobility lab. And I, and I kind of uh, talked about <clears throat> based uh, a program entirely on the aspirations of the community plan, which talks about a bike and pedestrian orientation in our downtown core and one that re uh, less reliance on, on single occupancy vehicles. So I laid out a program um, that uh, fundamentally changes how I move into, out of, and around Aspen. And while uh, it won't be implemented to the degree I hoped, by the time I'm out of office, the program is in place and it, it'll come in parts. So I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to not build more lanes in parking garages yeah. and work on a program that reduces the number of cars through next uh, generation mobility technology. So kind of four big uh, and, if, and you said a couple key things there, and, and, and one being the Aspen area community plan, because there's been this kind of um, uh, attacking and personal attacking and saying it's your, you know, your and council's personal agendas, when really this is the Aspen area community <laughs> plan you guys are acting on. Yeah. And one of them is to create alternatives to the single-use car, like you mentioned. Yeah. But, Steve-O, we're already down to a minute, so... Okay. What does the future hold yeah. for Mayor Scadron yeah, once you're done yeah. with your term? I'm, I'm really flattered. I, I don't have the specific uh, answer yet, and I'm going to take a little bit of time to uh, figure this out. Okay. But I'm quite flattered because a number of people um, locally and kind of nationally have reached out to me and expressed interest in what I'm doing next and have been talking through some things. So okay. when it happens, Eric, I'll come. I'd like to announce it right on your show. So okay. Well, you, <laughs> you'll be, be back, back then yeah, to make happy that to announcement. Come back. Eric, give... and thank you everything for over the years. It's been a privilege to come here. Well, thank you, because yeah. it, it takes a lot of courage and a lot of hard work to do what you've done. You've done some very innovative things. Thank you so much for taking yeah. care Thanks, of our Eric. town and protecting our town Good. in a lot of ways. So Thanks, I hope man. you had fun on the show today. Loved it. Thanks. You earned your cookies, Yay. my friend. And there's a reusable container on top. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, buddy. And thank Thanks, you guys Eric. for watching this week on The Local Show. Aspen Public House is a modern gastropub located in the historic Wheeler Opera House building in the heart of downtown Aspen, serving breakfast, lunch, opera ski, dinner and late night, seven days a week, 8 a.m. to late. Aspen Animal Hospital's partnership with Wellhaven offers our community a very friendly and professional staff featuring five veterinarians, a new care companion plan, wellness plans to cover your preventative care needs for the entire year, and now introducing new feline-friendly Thursdays. They also offer exotic pet care and acupuncture. For more information, call 970-925-2611 or visit aspenanimalhospital.com. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Aspen Times, telling the stories that matter since 1881, is committed to local prep sports, arts, and entertainment coverage. They also offer the drop-in weekly recreational videos highlighting why we love to live in this community. The Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. We're not in Kansas anymore. Hey, did you miss the turn for recycling? I can't read the map on your cracked screen. Sundog Athletics is your opportunity to experience one-of-a-kind guided adventures and gain new skills to experience the thrills of snowshoeing, fat biking, canoeing, mountain and road biking. They can be reached at 970-925-1069. 
Fresh updates at Sundog Athletics on Facebook or sundogathletics.com. Welcome to the 